Hi, and welcome to Autism Journey, the podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie, bringing you stories from across the spectrum. Today's episode is going to be a little different. Today, I share my story with you. If you've listened to this podcast from the beginning, you'll know that I did a very short introductory episode of Autism Journey. I briefly shared who I am and why I decided to start this podcast. But if you missed it, I'll share again. I am a mother to a 12-year-old son, and he was diagnosed with autism at age two. Now, I enjoy sharing stories, but I usually try not to talk about myself as I'm a very private person. I don't post my son on social media, and if you follow Autism Journey on Instagram, you'll notice that I rarely make an appearance, if ever. And I certainly don't post photos of my son. Not to shame anyone who chooses to share photos of their children on social media, but it's just not for me. So I started Autism Journey in the year 2015, and I did it because I didn't know a single person who had a child with autism. I didn't know anyone who was autistic. And truthfully, when my son was diagnosed, I didn't even know a lot about autism at all. I didn't know what it was. So I needed an outlet, and I created Autism Journey. It started off as a blog, and then I went to social media, and on Instagram, it kind of blossomed uh, from there. So I have been doing this since the year 2015, and I have met so many people within the community. It's been a lovely experience meeting people from all over the world. So I'm going to read the first blog I ever wrote. It was basically about um, the diagnosis, and I think that a lot of parents can relate to it. So I will... Just get into it now. Here we go. Our story is likely similar to yours. Here's the abbreviated version. I met a great guy. We dated, got married, and had a baby. My pregnancy was totally normal. I even delivered my son Max one day before my due date. We had so many hopes and dreams for our boy. We were thrilled. Max was a sweet little baby. During his first year of life, he met every milestone on target, sometimes even ahead of other babies his age. I felt tremendous pride when my friends would comment that Max was reaching milestones their children hadn't hit yet. My response would always be, they'll get there, every baby is different. Little did I know. As Max entered the toddler stage, the red flag slowly started to emerge. He wasn't talking like other children his age, but I was told that boys are often delayed in that area, so I didn't worry too much. I had his hearing tested just to be sure, and the results came back normal. So we had him see a speech therapist to get the wheels in motion. Max would take anything that was round and he would spin it. He would spin the hell out of it. At first I thought, that's so funny, he likes to spin things. It didn't faze me one bit. He would constantly run back and forth across a room, but my reasoning was he's an energetic young boy. This still didn't bother me. He would flap his hands when he was excited, but I thought nothing of it. I had seen many children his age flap in excitement. None of his behavior seemed troubling, not until I went to a cousin's birthday party. A little girl who was roughly the same age as Max was pointing and gesturing to a big pink balloon, and suddenly sirens were going off in my head. That's when I knew something was off with my son. Max never points. Max never tries to gain my attention. I was worried. That night, I put Max to bed and I rushed to my computer. I googled hand flapping and boom, there it was, autism. So I googled autism symptoms and sure enough, he had many of the characteristics of autism, but I was in denial. I made up excuses like he always turns his head when I call his name or he always makes eye contact, but deep down I knew. 
My husband was away on a business trip, but I couldn't wait. I had to share my suspicions about our son. I called him in a panic. The tears started to flow hard. I was finally able to blurt out, I think Max has autism. Of all the things, this wasn't what he was expecting to hear. And all he could say was, no, he doesn't. Don't worry. I couldn't accept that. My mommy instincts were too strong. Fast forward months later, after waiting for what seemed like an eternity, we had an appointment with a developmental pediatrician. We would finally know if I was right or wrong about my boy. I felt nervous and afraid. I just wanted to get in there. A part of me had a tiny shred of hope that the doctor would tell me I was wrong. I was clinging to that hope. After more than three hours of testing, the results were in. The doctor showed us a graph that may as well have been in another language as it looked completely foreign to me. The words, Max is on the autism spectrum, came out of her mouth. My heart sank into my stomach and I had a lump in my throat. Tears started streaming down my face. The doctor was talking, but by then I wasn't listening. My husband was crying too. All I could do in that moment was watch my beautiful sweet son play with the door stopper that was behind me, completely oblivious to the bombshell we just received. As we left the doctor's office, everything felt different. A few hours prior, he was just a regular kid. Now he was labeled as autistic and a special needs child. No matter what the label, I had to get help for my son. I didn't know where to begin, but I was very anxious and I didn't want to waste any time. Max had been seeing a speech therapist before his diagnosis and I shared the news with her. She gave me a list of ABA providers to contact. I had no idea what ABA, Applied Behavioral Analysis, was, and I certainly wouldn't have known to look for this kind of service. I did my research and I contacted quite a few ABA providers. What an exhausting process. We finally selected a provider we felt would be a suitable fit for Max. We've seen many gains since Max's diagnosis, but it's a process. I've learned that there are no miracle therapies out there. Your child will progress at his or her own pace. I often read about these miraculous breakthroughs or children who have lost their autism diagnosis and I get angry. Angry because it gives false hope. There was a time, a very long time, I was mourning the loss of the child I thought I would have. The child I dreamed of having, the child who would have many friends, the child who would have rowdy sleepovers at our house, the child who would ask me to drop him off at the mall for his first date, the child who I would proudly photograph before sending him off to prom, the child my husband and I would escort down the aisle at his wedding. But I've come to accept Max's diagnosis and all of those hopes I had could still become a reality. I have learned many things about my son over the years. I have a better understanding about the certain behaviors he displays, sensory issues he has, and how he learns and absorbs information. In the early days, I constantly worried about what he couldn't do and what he wasn't doing. Now I focus on all the things he is capable of doing. We have tremendous hope for our son. Every day brings a new challenge that I'm ready to take on. As long as my son knows he is loved, safe, and taken care of, I'm a happy mama. Now, like I said, I wrote that blog in 2015. My son was three years old. He's 12 today, so a lot has changed since then. At the time of his diagnosis, I was shattered. I couldn't talk about his autism without crying for the first year at least. I hated that he was different. But I've learned a lot since then and my attitude has drastically changed. I no longer look at his diagnosis as earth shattering. 
A lot of people out there talk about autism acceptance, which I do feel is important, but we need to start with autism awareness. When Max was diagnosed, I truly didn't know a thing about autism. How was I supposed to accept it if I didn't have awareness of it? That's what I think is key. Now, I'm not an expert on autism, and I've never claimed to be. I think we're all trying to do our best. I will never judge a fellow parent about their choices, as I hope others wouldn't judge me for my choices when it comes to my son. I will never judge someone for associating with an organization like Autism Speaks. I will never judge a mom who has their child in ABA therapy. Most people who criticize ABA therapy have little to no experience with it. I'll never judge a parent for using the color blue or using a puzzle piece when it comes to advocating for their child. I will always do my best to give autistic voices a platform, and I will always do my best to help parents struggling with their child's autism because it's not easy. If you're a parent to a newly diagnosed child, you may feel alone and isolated, and you may feel that things are dire, but don't worry, it does get better. Get your child the help they need. ABA therapy, speech therapy, OT, which is occupational therapy, whatever it is, get started. Early intervention is tremendously helpful. And find a good support system. You have no idea how beneficial it is to have help from family or friends. It makes a world of difference. Find your community. Connect with other parents of autistic children. You can share information and resources, and trust me, it helps so much. Like I said earlier, the reason I started Autism Journey is because I didn't know a single person with an autistic child. I had no experience with autism at all. I had to build my own community and it made a world of difference for me. Parent support was a lifesaver. If you're autistic and feeling alone, please know that you're not. If you're looking to make friends in your city, there are social groups for adults and I would be happy to connect you if need be. Now, this is going to be the final episode of Autism Journey for season one. I will be back next season to bring you more stories from across the spectrum. I'd love your feedback. If you like or dislike the format of this podcast, or if you feel I should include or remove something, please share it with me. I'm always happy to take constructive criticism. And as always, if you'd like to be featured on Autism Journey, the podcast, email autismjourneypodcast at autismjourney.org. I want to thank each and every guest who joined me on this podcast this season. It was a pleasure getting to know you, and I was honored that you allowed me to share your story. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss the new season of Autism Journey. And you can subscribe to Autism Journey, the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or anywhere you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.